This is iUniverse Radio, brought to you by iUniverse, the leading book marketing, editorial services, and supported self-publishing company. iUniverse Radio is your opportunity to hear firsthand from authors about their new books. It's an in-depth discussion about the author's passion about the development of his or her story in their own words. It's an inside look into the characters and the plot and how the story all came together. Here is iUniverse Radio. Greetings for iUniverse. This is J. Douglas Barker. The book has a provocative title, and I think the author probably is wanting us to think a little bit, the title of which is Someone Needs to Tell the Truth. And joining me is the author, Michael J. Hall. Welcome, sir, to the program. Thank you. This uh, would be looked at perhaps as a provocative title uh, because of the content. Tell a little of your background, uh, what you have been doing in life besides being an author, and why this book got written. I started out as a, um, well, I'm a Christian science nurse, nursing in the nursing field. But basically, it's my religion. I'm a Christian scientist. Hmm. And... Um, as a Christian scientist, in my work, we learn to love, 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 reach out to humanity. The reason I wrote the book is because of my sensitivity of what's going on in our world today. In fact, I think that in the book, it points out, which I'd like to share is, Absolutely. Share it with you. Yes. Hold on just a second here. The reason for writing this paper was that of my deep concern about the current events, the current events happening in the United States and around the world. This message aspires to revitalize the spirit of religious beliefs by conveying, by conveying the importance of getting back to God. That was basically my... Uh, uh, a re motive and reason for writing. But I also wrote in the book, I understand that this sensitive subject matter is controversial regarding personal, religious, and political beliefs. However, the bravery of one's moral courage to voice the truth in the history of this country and around the world has always been contentious where the public is concerned. There has always been a conflict throughout the ages regarding change for new causes, about achievers that motivate. They demanded a moral revolution in society. Individuals such like Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., to name three individuals among so many more unsung heroes, hmm. whose life role models and sacrifice made a tremendous moral difference in our world. They were controversial figures, yet they made a great impression upon humanity. The author is by no means comparing himself to these wonderful leaders. On the contrary, the author's position in this commentary is to encourage this reality that we should be following these God-anointed leaders. And you deal with, uh, obviously, very controversial subjects, uh, or ones that can be flashpoints in some people's emotions. You grew up in New Jersey, uh, I'm sure had some, some uh, not only conflict, but also some challenges as a young adult. 
And uh, yet you, uh, because of your foundations, uh, either in faith or family, uh, not only survived, but have, have thrived to some degree. And uh, Mike, uh, yep. in, in your book, uh, I think you deal, as I mentioned, with many controversial subjects. One that's really hot in the newspapers and in politics right now is defunding the police. What are your opinions about that? Even though my book covers this question extensively, you can't toss the baby out with the water. All right. Furthermore, yes, there are political crises in our precincts across the country. In degrees, that's a problem in all businesses. But the magnitude of immorality in our nation is much greater. So we need our police officers, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, that's certainly one that I agree with, and I think many of my listeners will also agree with. Your book is not preachy. I, I think it's more encouragement. Oh, no, no, no. Yes. Well, it's more encouraging. Yes. Because, in fact, in my uh, 9-11, which is the basis, basically, for this book, 9-11 was our wake-up call, I encourage people to get back to their own religions, study them and practice them. The fact is that we shouldn't judge religion by its people, but by the doctrine itself. Mm -hmm. This is what I pointed out. It's very sad that we can't judge people by the religions because of the volume of hypocrisy. And so, which has a lot to do with the, the uh, erosion of morality in our lives, in the country, and in the lives of most of the Americans. You hear people say, uh, the religious individuals say, do as I say, but not as I do. <laughs> Happening all over. Mm -hmm. There you go. And it's no wonder that people become atheistic. I believe that the only reason why we have most why we have atheism in the world is because they are just asking for proof, mm -hmm. and they often say that a lot of people who um, say that they believe in God, the atheists call them delusional, and in a sense they're correct. <laughs> I can believe in Harvard, but it doesn't make me a graduate of Harvard. Right. Neither will it get me into Harvard. People say they believe in God. Belief alone means mesmerism. It's not understanding. So it is delusional. I think that the atheists will get to the kingdom of heaven before they will, <laughs> simply because they express the greatest virtues. They're faithful to their beliefs. They're honest. We as Christians were faithful to our beliefs and follow the rules. This would be a different world. I was just going to comment for my listeners. Uh, this is uh, all included in a uh, only a 50-page uh, thesis, if I can describe it that way. 41. 41, 41 pages of actual actual content. Yeah, how long did it take, Mike, to complete this? Oh, not long at all. In fact, um, I've been thinking about it a long time, but not long at all to compose it. But I wanted to make it concise and brief. In fact, my website is important because it expounds on it. I could write uh, a whole couple books on one paragraph in this mm. in this book. So I mean, it's like concentrate, like the uh, what is it, the, uh, the detergent we buy today. You don't need as much <laughs> because it goes a long way. I can relate to that. So you can relate. We really tie anything. The liquid detergent. You don't have to uh, put much in at all. But the point is, is that um, it covers at least eighteen the eighteen topics in this little book. It's amazing. Wow. And, but it leaves a lot to the... Um, one thing about metaphysics, which is so interesting, it transcends, of course, we know the physical. The words are just a map. The spirit of... When you really understand something, the word is a map. The words are just a map. You get in the car and go, and then you really understand what's being said. 
So I, this is a thing, too. The practical act, aspect is, is essential. It's not what we know. It's not what we understand. It's what we're doing. And then people wonder why they have problems. The fact is, is that we have to put our money where our mouth is. You have included personal, not personal stories, but stories, uh, actual stories. Uh, Pat Lee was one of them that you uh, you account uh, of her her concerns and uh, problems when writing took place in her neighborhood and how she uh, dealt with that. You deal with the police and uh, their responses to the defunding movement. Um, do you feel like the uh, reader is going to come away from this maybe a little more positive in their outlook of life and not so fear-driven? Yes. The idea is to ground them. Good. Because of the uh, the density of the fog, as a consequence of the erosion of morality, even what seems to be good seems to be falling through the fingers. doesn't make any sense anymore. We've gotten away from, you know, when I was growing up, as I wrote in a book, there was a different mindset in this country. We had problems. You know, my dad wouldn't let us watch The Monsters, the TV show. Really? By today's standard, that's a PG. <laughs> or the maybe... Monsters wasn't bad. You know, they were just trying to fit into society. That was the joke. Yeah. Today's monster, they're out killing each other. I can't, I'd be diplomatic here. And all the, I, I mean, the stuff that they're doing these days is, is what was considered unthinkable in our time, which is considered normal today. Right. Including the music and uh, music industry. Everything. Yeah. Across everything. the board. Mm. In our churches, in our schools. Not to mention the government, but the government is a reflection of the consciousness of the country. Mm-hmm. We can't blame it on the government. What did John, in my book, I wrote, what did John F. Kennedy say? Ask not what, let me look and see if I can find it, what your country can do for you. Yep. Ask what you can do for your country. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't see right. that anymore. Uh, we're seeing more what can, no, they, yeah. what, what can the government do for me. Right. It seems to be reversed. Right. Everything. We're living in challenging times for sure, and I appreciate the fact that you are bold enough to address some very uh, controversial issues in some people's mind, and yet you approach them with uh, honesty and uh, with a very straightforward approach that should not be offensive to anybody that's a thinker, and that uh, should be inspirational right. to others who want to make a difference in their world. This is a this is a great uh, a great effort, and again, under fifty pages, so it's not a difficult read for uh, the the listener. Uh, you can get a copy of it by looking for the title. Someone needs to tell the truth and the author michael j hall michael where can my listeners get a copy of this go online it's placed on all the major websites fabulous all of them fabulous go into your search box search box or whatever and type in uh the title and my name it'll come up Excellent. my website now google's had a wonderful spread on the book as well as uh, along with my web my website, you can go right onto the website. But you can order it pretty much anywhere. It's in Barnes and Nobles, eBay, Amazon, Apple. It's even on. You can even just buy the uh, what is it? The ebook they call it. Yes, the ebook. But either way, it's everywhere. Downloadable. They can also request it from their local bookseller if they can't find it online or don't have uh, a oh, lot yeah, of access. They, right, because they right, right. It comes immediately uh, if you go online. Beautiful. So, um, and even with Barnes and Nobles, they don't have it on the. Sh it's not on the shelf. 
they would have they they would order it for you. Absolutely. You mentioned a website. What is yeah. the uh, location of that? What's the address there? It's www.bookbymichaelhall.com. Fabulous. And Michael is spelled just like it's supposed to be spelled, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, and the middle initial J, right. last H- name Hall. Actually, you don't need the J in the, in the address for the website. No, not for it's the website. www.bookbymichaelhall.com. Fabulous. I appreciate your courage and also the thought-provoking topic that you've addressed in a very uh, fine and uh, even-handed manner. I, I appreciate the the ability that you have to uh, tackle some very difficult societal questions and uh, give us something to think about. Thank you for joining me today and sharing your story. Thank you. My pleasure. Again, the title of the book, Someone Needs to Tell the Truth, the author, Michael J. Hall for iUniverse. This is Jay Douglas Barker. Congratulations on getting your book published. The effort you put into your work is truly commendable. But what's next? What will happen to all the knowledge you have worked so hard to acquire to produce your book? Here at Toginet Radio, we can provide you a platform to keep your knowledge working for you through the power of podcasts. The subjects our podcasts cover are as varied as the grains of sand on a beach. From life coaching, to military resources, to business success, even to the paranormal. We have a place for everyone. To get started on your next step, call Scott at 903-787-5880 or email him at scott at toginetradio.com. That's S-C-O-T-T at T-O-G-I-N-E-T-R-A-D-I-O dot com. Greetings, Rye Universe. This is J. Douglas Barker. The book is an intriguing title, one that could be considered confrontational. Someone needs to tell the truth. And joining me is the author who joins me from New Jersey, Michael J. Hall. Welcome, Michael. From Connecticut. Oh, you're in Connecticut. You used to be in New Jersey, right? Yes. Ah. Yes. I knew my mind was uh, not playing too many tricks with me because at one point in my life when I was much, much, much younger... I uh, considered uh, moving to New Jersey to do some, uh, do a job, let's say. Let's put it that way. Well, natively, I'm from New Jersey. Ah. So you're correct, which is on on my, because it's written in my book, is where I I was born. So you are are correct. Mike, why did you leave New Jersey? We left during the riots. It was the Martin Luther King era. There was Martin Luther King. There was John F. Kennedy. And, of course, the... uh, the, his brother was assassinated Bobby, at yes. that period. And Newark, there was a lot of rioting going on in Newark at that time. Congratulations on getting out of there. <laughs> it's a great state. just has some issues here and there, as, as most of the states do. I'm in Texas and originally from Canada, and Canada right now, from my perspective, is uh, falling off the edge of the uh, flat earth. Uh, your book is uh, certainly, again, a very interesting uh, title. And in perusing it and looking at it, it's almost like um, Michael says, I'm having a conversation with myself, and I'm going to write it down, and I'm going to share it with the universe. Tell me a little bit about the book. You have a, uh, I would say, a very balanced and even a politically conservative approach. You support the police and other traditional pillars of society, including faith. And as a young black man growing up in the 60s and 70s, which were very turbulent, you are able to weave that cultural heritage and those perspectives into your work. Mike, how would you describe your goal in writing this? Tell the truth about what's going on. 
in our society, in our government, amongst our citizens. And the idea is to, to get people grounded again, get back to the basics, get back to morality. A tough subject, truth, a very complicated area, but you do it well. And you can always find opinions, but not necessarily find the foundation of truth. Well, you want to hear something interesting Yes. Uh, about truth. is in, my, in the last article that I wrote and placed on Facebook, and, and of course, uh, LinkedIn, is interesting. It talks about the mathematician. Now, when you talk about truth, you're talking about what is actually scientific. So people have different concepts, different levels of understanding of what the truth is. But what's so interesting about the mathematician, whether he's a mathematician in California, New York City, Mexico, Ohio, if you give them a problem to solve, they would all come up with the same solution. Mm. Am I correct? Yes, sir. There is universal. That's what truth is. You know, you hear people talk about, they give their sense of what they consider to be is right. But we do have to be careful, don't we? Because as a teacher in a classroom, an individual doesn't walk into the classroom and tell the teacher from their personal experience what they think the principle, the rules of law, the laws of mathematics are, and think they're going to pass the course. It doesn't work that way. It depends on the school, I think. Well, the point is, is that uh, if your grades aren't up, you're not getting into Harvard. <laughs> True. I tell people, this is uh, one of the things that I bring out, I think, in the book about belief. People say they believe, but it's interesting, the difference between belief and understanding is so important, because belief, someone can approach, let's get back to the mathematician, the mathematician with the belief that one in one is a thousand, and they are completely convinced and their condition of their life, their lifestyle, their situation confirms their belief. Now, as the mathematician, as a teacher, before I would talk about the principle, the rules, the laws of mathematics, I would say to that individual, your experience is subjective. There's a certain mental state that can go into a barn and make a glorious mansion out of it. Then there's a mentality to go into that same or can go into a beautiful home and make a barn out of it and consider it natural, mm-hmm. normal. This is the thing that is so interesting. Is this is that even though it's the reality to that mentality, the difference is, is it's not scientific. That's the difference. So when you talk about truth, you're talking about actuality. It has nothing to do with anyone's opinion. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. It's universal. Michael, you've been an observer of what's happening in our culture as far as defunding the police and other cancel things that are happening. How do you approach that? Well, let's put it this way. This is what I wrote in this last article, which I think you'll find it interesting, which sums it up. If our politicians on both sides of the political aisles honestly understood the importance of their demeanor regarding the scientific facts more so than polls and popularity. The result would be that the government would express a great prominence of integrity and amass considerable compliments in this country. Absolutely. You're dealing with very complicated subject matter and also because of your history and your work experience and observational 
experience, dealing with this in a way that's very practical. Current culture is very complicated for young people. How do you get them to realize there are different approaches that may be more honest and uh, maybe get them to reevaluate some of their uh, life philosophies? Interesting. I talked to someone recently at the uh, store, and we were talking about this, and this kid had just gotten out of college. He majored in psychology. But just uh, what I was just talking about, the fact is that to get them grounded where the kids are concerned is that the complexity of the problems that are going on in our world today has everything to do with the mental state of our country and yes. the world. Yes. We have become more atheistic, mm-hmm. more materialistic. One of the things that I wrote on that, in that same article about this is very interesting. I think you'll find it interesting. I'm going to read it. Friends, what is so great about the truth is that it proves itself. When we follow the rules, one thing, one does not have to prove to anyone that one plus one equals two. It proves itself. The same principle applies to error and evil, illiteracy. They prove themselves. This is the consequence of the law of cause and effect. Mm-hmm. You see, is to bring it full circle. Because the proof is in the pudding. You don't have to prove any, anything to anyone. What the world needs is our examples. It proves itself. And, and speaking with the kids, it's nice to get them to ask questions, to get them to think. The time for thinkers has come. Logical, deductive reasoning out from the truth. Because it adds up. Because the extent of the problems, or the boundary of the problems in our world today is the extent of illiteracy in all different areas. The main area, which is the truth. Very, very complex, but well thought a subject matter. You have done this in 50 pages, which again is an accomplishment. Michael, how long did it take to complete this and get it to a stage or to a state that you were comfortable in sharing it with the world? I would say six months. However, I thought about it longer for a long time. But to compose, to write the book was about six months. And in recapping the title significance, what is it you want to accomplish in sharing this with the reader. It's to get people grounded again. My book encourages people to get back to their religions, to find out for themselves, soul-searching, to get grounded again is basically what the book's purpose is, is to get people, uh, not to sound redundant, back to God. Very important for absolutely yeah. the foundations of our personal life and even the foundation of this nation was based on a faith principle. It's certainly an aspect of life that people should not be afraid of or even run from. No. In fact, in the book, it brings out, as I pointed out in our last interview, a quoting from John F. Kennedy, where he said, it's not what your country can do for you. It's what, you, what we should be doing for our country. That's not the, the exact quote. But we all know it. Yes. Because yeah. we all, God gives us all a gift, and it, it makes a difference in the world. And if we are guided by our Heavenly Father, of course, then it's successful. But we tend to let ourselves get in the way, and it clouds the truth, and then things get a little bit difficult. One way you describe life is you can't use mud to wash mud off of a car. What is that all about? Well, very interesting. The solution to, or the antidote in the other direction, you can't use darkness to, darkness does not produce light, and light does not cultivate darkness. 
That's why the truth is so potent. It has no affinity with the error. The mistakes made in math is interesting, a delusion, because there aren't any mistakes in the science of math. But to the individual that, that's illiterate in that area, the mistakes are real. So that's delusional. So it's not real. It's interesting that I wrote in, in that same paper about the, this thing about uh, why we shouldn't be afraid of adversity. I wrote, I'm going to share this with you. Yes. There was a question whether the mathematician, if everyone in the whole galaxy believed that one and one equals 2,000, and there, with the exception of one individual, the mathematician, who understood it to be two, who would succeed? And most of the people that I talked to thought that the ones that thought it was a 2,000 would succeed. Hmm. So I was really a very interesting conversation. These are people who were well-educated. But this is what I wrote in response to that. But then I wrote, the correct answer is both parties will succeed. Hmm. The difference is this, ostensibly. They will accomplish success from two different stances. The mathematician's proficiency on account of his understanding is scientific. He will be successful. His knowledge is harmonious. His actions are prosperous. His courage is solid conviction. Henceforth, the impact of truth subjectively. The individuals that believe that one plus one equals 2,000, this attitude is the prestige of personal principles. This grade of understanding cultivates success in error. Scientifically speaking, the conviction that one plus one equals 2,000 is not math, is not the science of mathematics. Henceforth, not true. Consequently, not real. This is the scientific reason that we need not be intimidated or afraid of adversity. The belief that it is true accounts for the delusion, discord, fear, hatred, corruption, conflict, and dismay in the galaxy. This, your 50-page book, which deals with some very provocative topics, including answers on political, racial, religious, and constitutional issues in the communities. This in 50 pages, and it even touches on things and events happening in the world today. The title of the book, again, is Someone Needs to Tell the Truth, and my guest author, Michael J. Hall. Michael, is there a follow-up book in the near future? Eventually, because I'm expounding upon this book on the website, on different blogs and poems and everything else, so uh, eventually, but right now, the subject is uh, so tremendous. I, I hope to, to uh, have a follow-up. I'm sure you will. Where can they get a copy of this, Michael, and also get in contact with you through websites and uh, personal media? It's www.bookbymichaelhall.com. Excellent. And listeners, you can also find this book on Amazon and other major retailers or requesting it by name from your local bookseller. Absolutely. Fabulous, Michael. Thank you for sharing your insight into some great ideas that may stabilize our communities and our personal lives through this book, Someone Needs to Tell the Truth. Michael, thank you for sharing your background and the history behind how this book was written. Oh, it's my pleasure. For iUniverse, this is J. Douglas Barker. iUniverse Radio is brought to you by iUniverse, the leading book marketing, editorial services, and supported self-publishing company. 
iUniverse Radio is produced by TogiNet Radio. Radio with a cutting edge.